Welcome to Inside the Honors College, where we believe that wisdom and virtue is found when we learn together. Join us as we take an inside look at a community dedicated to educating the next generation of disciples and scholars. I'm Ellie Overman. And I'm Taina Stairs. And oh my goodness, friends, I was so encouraged by Taina's interview. I just really admire the ways she is wrestling with the text in really intentional ways. Well, thank you so much, Ellie. I had a really awesome time. This is some really good conversation that I really enjoy. However, my favorite part was definitely being able to give, you know, my little sister some nice shout outs, get some nice brownie points with her over here. And uh, this gets to stay here forever now. So I think I get good points in my sister's book now, which is great. Yeah, for sure. Immortalizing the acts of services, your sister, total bonus, right? I'm a big fan. Yeah. So as kind of an overview for everyone listening, Taina talks about acknowledging the humanity of the authors and sitting in the tension she experiences as a woman and a person of color reading a predominantly white male canon. So let's get right into it. Oh my goodness. Hi, friend. It is so good to see you today. Hello. Always a pleasure talking to you, Ellie. I enjoy the conversation. I'm stoked. I'm stoked. Okay. So for our icebreaker today, my question for you is what is something that is bringing you joy this week? That is such a precious question and so very on brand for any listener looking out there for our beautiful host today. Like this is a beautiful question for a beautiful person. Um, I would say the biggest thing bringing me joy right now is probably my little sister. She's been making me food recently because our parents are out of town. And usually, you know, like I, right, older sister, I can do that stuff. I usually do that stuff. But I've just been doing a lot of school things recently. And so she's taken a lot of initiative to just like cook and like she'll share her food with me. And it's very, it's been very nice. Um, She got on. Yeah, I know. She got on me last night for it. She was like, you know, I'm the cook in the family now. And I was like, okay, it's one week where you've been doing it. But thank you. Let's, let's <laughs> back up the train a little bit there. Um, what's like something that she makes? What's your favorite thing she's made so far? Oh, okay. So she does this really good orange chicken. Um, but one thing that was new that she did was this little like brioche bun sandwich thing with like sausage and spinach. It was delicious. And I was very surprised by it. And I saw it and was like, oh my God. And she was like, don't laugh. And I was like, oh no, it's delicious. Thank you. (laughs) Wow. I'm so impressed. She'll have to teach me sometime. I'm horrendous at cooking. So I'm so glad that that has brought you joy this week. Thank you. So let's hop right into it. How did you hear about the Honors College and why did you decide to be a part of it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Full transparency, the Honors College was the reason that I kind of wanted to get into APU in the first place. Um, Who was talking to me? I think I was just kind of doing my own research on Honors, um, not Honors, on APU in general, because APU had been one of the schools that was on my radar. I've moved around a lot. so So before actually going to APU, my parents actually were familiar with kind of like sister schools, um, just like the Christian circuit over there. So because of APU's BFA program, it's been on my radar since like, you know, junior, senior year of high school. So just trying to figure out which school I wanted to do, I came across honors. And I remember one of the first just like conferences, just meetings that they did about it. One of the first things they said was there's no busy work. And I was like, no, that's it. I've got it. That is all I need because in high school, that was all I ever didn't like, you know, just the random, here's this worksheet to do so that you have something and I have something to put in a grade for, you know, just like random pointless work that I am not about. Um, So they said that and I was like, that's it. I'm applying. After that, I was like, oh, I get to see some really cool stuff. I get to see some really cool texts. You know, we get to have nice conversation. That's all great. And I get to get my GEs waved, you know, so it just kind of stacked up from there once I decided, oh, you know, I don't get to do busy work. (laughs) Right. No, I love that. 
So you really value meaningful work. What has been meaningful about the curriculum to you so far? Ah, yes, yes. The curriculum at APU has been something that my parent, my mother and I specifically have always been a little bit conflicted on. Um, One of the first questions that we both kind of had in these information sessions about honors was, you know, like, how many authors of color are we reading? You know, how many women are there? So this has definitely been a conversation about it. And it's something that I'm just really passionate about, too. And I know a lot of people are as well. So I, I really appreciate honors in that way that they're open to having this conversation and that it is something that has been brought to the floor many times. So that's been nice. Um, The curriculum itself, I think it's challenging in perspective for me. I have just been (laughs) for the sake of for the sake of shortening all of my own personal thoughts there I've been personally challenged in getting those different perspectives and engaging with them genuinely you know I would I'm not the type of person that goes into a conversation like oh you know you think differently I'm not going to talk to you anymore and I get that you know I see other perspectives but I think starting and going through the program has definitely opened me to different ways in engaging genuinely, you know, not just doing it because I don't want to be the person that shuts off other perspectives, but because I'm actually going into it, wanting to see those other perspectives and, you know, also using it to strengthen my own and see where exactly I'm coming from. So I think the honors curriculum has done well at helping me more purposefully engage in that conversation. They provide different perspectives. And while I do think that there could be more, we could be getting different genres and just authors on that end. I do think that the texts that we currently have do well at just kind of probing on those different sides of your brains, you know? Maybe we're, we're a little bit on one side of it, but there are different probes that could get there. And I think it's done really well at me figuring out where I stand, you know? It's been strengthening my own perspective and view on that. So that's been nice for the curriculum for sure. Wow, that is amazing. I just want to commend you for engaging in such intentional ways. That's something I I really admire about you. So I just want to commend you for that. Going off of that, um, how have you been challenged through your experience in the Honors College? And how have you grown as a citizen through your experience? Yeah, that is a beautiful question. I love it so much. Um, Focusing on the citizenship part of this just a little bit to touch on. Like I mentioned, I have gone into these texts and just the colloquy, which is just, you know, us reading and talking together about this stuff with kind of, you know, my own past, my own experiences, my own perspective and view on a lot of this stuff and the topics that we've talked about. And I think part of the challenge that I enjoy, because I do enjoy being stimulated in different ways and getting to just grow in that way. Um, but part of the challenge for me has been able to <laughs> kind of kind of accept a lot of those ideas, you know, not necessarily agree with them or necessarily need to like work and incorporate them into my everyday life, but just actually wrapping my head around and accepting that these are some of the things that are out there has definitely been challenging in my citizenship, for sure, just because I wanted to bring it back to that end. I think I have brought a lot of this, you know, how am I, my process, that's what I was going to say. My thought process in a lot of these topics that I don't necessarily agree with has transferred to a lot of just in real life conversations that I've had with people that I don't agree with. And so I think this, this whole engagement on a different level, you know, just engaging in in these challenging views of people that, you know, maybe just come from different experiences and are tackling them differently than I personally would has helped me try to engage people in society just better, you know, with, you know, operating from a true place of heart and just genuine compassion and wanting to understand, but also trying to bring forth those challenges to other people, you know, not trying to stay in the norms that have hurt or suppressed a lot of the (laughs) communities that don't need to be hurt or suppressed. Uh, So I think getting to translate that to a lot of my own, um, 
yeah, I, I've been using the word citizenship a lot, so I'm sorry for that. But because it's the one we're using, um, I think my my own my own role as a citizen in society has become a lot more. I mean, I say society like I'm all over, right? We're all in quarantine. We're all doing our own thing. <laughs> but in the way that I'm engaging with just my outside from my own corners of the world is has definitely been strengthened in my ability to just engage with people that I don't want to hurt, but also am not trying to just persuade about all the time. So I think honors did really well at that and me making sure that we are on separate sides, but we are able to engage and then move forward together. That's what it is. You know, we're able to look at each other as humans and not necessarily ideas all the time, but we're able to see each other's ideas as humans and then decide if we want to, to move forward as a community. So that's been really nice. Wow. That is so <laughs> lovely. That's just so lovely. I love like the empathy in your words and your intentionality. And so I just love that. How have you kind of balanced um, kind of staying true to your own experiences, but also like offering empathy to these different texts and ideas? How do you balance that kind of tension? Dang, Ellie, that is a beautiful question. You, wow, that hit it on the nail too. Because I mean, if I'm being honest, that's part of the own processing that I've done, you know, wanting to be genuine to what I believe, you know, not trying to be relative about everything, but my own truth and the way that I've gone through that while also wanting to respect a lot of the truth that's out there that's not my own. Um, how, have I, how have I navigated that? I think I, to be completely honest, am still navigating that. I think it's a growing thing. I don't think we can ever be in one spot where, you know, once I am in every conversation that I've ever had. I know exactly where it's going to go and I can move forward from this because these are the pathways that I've created for myself. You know, I think it's a bit of a, a growing pain. And I think what's helped for me so far has, I've said this even in this podcast so far that I, I just want to be honest, you know? So I think part of what I use to help strengthen my own um, protection on myself, making sure that I'm remaining um, centered around what I believe is important and what I believe is uh true to me while also acknowledging the fact that there are other experiences that are other people and there are other protections that are in place from different communities has been operating and going through these conversations with truth you know like saying this is where we're at this is where i stand where do you stand and then i mean once we know where we stand even if you you know I'm getting tongue tied. Once I know where I stand, if you're willing to tell me where you are and where you want to go, then we can either move from that together or decide that that's not something that we want to take. So I think that's kind of where I've been at, you know, just making sure yeah. that we're both operating from places of transparency. Right. But being compassionate about that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the authenticity is so important. Um, so in thinking about this, if you were talking to a prospective student to APU's Honors College, what would you tell them? I think prospective students from any school are just so important, not only from like an admission standpoint of needing to bring a new student, but just, just the type of culture and the type of community that you're wanting to bring in as a new year. So I think <laughs> that's a, it's a, it's a good community to be talking to because they're just very influential, you know, like we're going to be different. They're going to be different people. So I think one of the things that I'd want to say is kind of just that same idea of empathy kind of that you mentioned. I would, if I'm talking to prospective students specifically for APU, right? Um, just cause we're talking about our honors college and the type of scholarship that we're wanting to cultivate. I would say making sure that you are working on acknowledging, like make sure that you work on acknowledging other perspectives, but also just being genuine and authentic to where you are. You know, that's kind of general. And I get that that's not 
probably applicable to a lot of people, but I think that if we, not only as people, citizens, disciples, but just as students in school who have decided that we want to grow and learn and just be in life together with, it's important to acknowledge that we're all coming from different spots, you know, especially nowadays. People have had completely different experiences with Rona, you know. So I think from here on out, it's going to be really important that we emphasize that need for just transparency among people who are deciding to live life together. So that would be something that I definitely want to say pr to prospective students, like making sure that you're coming in here, realizing that people are going to make mistakes, that people have different lives, that people have different truth. And we are wanting to work through those together. We're wanting to talk about them, not in a way that's meant to put people down or only lift up a certain voice, but we're wanting to do that together as people who acknowledge that you are a human being <laughs> and deserve to be acknowledged. So yeah, that would especially just taking like looking at my own high school high school experience with like incoming freshmen you know not that middle school to high school is the same transition from high school to college but looking at just different different stages of life and you need to that transition is important and if you're not going into that transition with the mindset of there are other people that were here before me then you're right. just going to go and acting like you know like you own the place you know right and also like the the other people that have already been there thinking that they own the place so just acknowledging that none of us are here because we're better because we're worse but because we're wanting to engage in life and conversation right. genuinely <laughs> yeah. no i love that compassion and that vulnerability i think that seeing people as like their holistic selves is really important. Absolutely. So I admire your commitment to that. Well, Taina, I just want to thank you for your, um, for your story and for your, like just taking the time to talk to us today. I so value your wisdom and your joy and just, I'm just so grateful to get to know you. So I want to thank you for coming on today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. This has been great. And I think it's important, you know, there are different stories out there and I think we all have different paths to honor. So this is important to elevate those different experiences. You know, we're not all one people with the same story. So this is nice. <laughs> right, right. Well, thank you, Taina. I will talk to you soon. Wow, Taina, I really admire your ability to seek to understand the text on its own terms. But I've kind of found that there's instances where I have to kind of draw a line in the sand and say, no, this has gone too far. This is harmful to people. Absolutely. I, that's such a beautiful point, Ellie. And I think that's totally true. You know, like there's that difference between just saying I can see and acknowledge and empathize with what's going on and then not moving forward, not doing anything about it. You know, because then we're just remaining complicit and that can, like you said, do more harm than any good. I think that's what's super important about being in the Honors College, you know, being able to apply that stuff and then see action, do action and go forward for it. So absolutely, 100%. I totally agree. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think the, the purpose of engaging in these texts is so that we can interact meaningfully in spaces that matter. And so I think that's so good. Well, thank you everyone for taking an inside look at a community dedicated to educating the next generation of disciples and scholars. See you next time on Inside the Honors College.